Get involved anytime. Text 0467 736 736 or call 13 13 55. This is Mornings with Ben Davis. Cows with guns. They came with a needle to stick in his thigh. He kicked for the groin. He pissed in their eyes. Oh, wow. Slam and Sam. He's pulling out some old school there. Cows with guns. I have not heard that song in the best part of 20 years. Is it 20 years old? I don't know. Uh, it leads us into Cows with Guns. Cowboys, I think. Is that the tenuous link? Yeah, we are going to head to North Queensland right now because the Broncos and Cowboys showdown Saturday afternoon sold out in Townsville. Three o'clock. It is one of the games of the year. A man standing by ready to... Hawk us through all the action is a former Bronco and Cowboy, uh, Brent Tate. Good morning to you. Cows with guns. Uh, is, is that bigger than mad? Is that bigger than mad cow? <laughs> cows with guns. <laughs> I, look, look, I've heard many of a song of the mad cow. I don't think I've heard that one, mate, to be honest. But, um, mate, what a what a memory to throw back to Cowboys with guns. Jeez, what a, <laughs> that's a real throwback, that one. Well, let's throw back to last weekend and whatever guns they brought, they were firing blanks against the Titans. <laughs> it was it, it was it was ordinary defence. Forty eight missed tackles. Can we start there, Brent? Yeah, Benny, I, I thought it was always going to be a dangerous game for the Cowboys because the Titans are a dangerous side. Um, uh, mate, I think they've got a really good side, the Titans. Like that. They are dangerous all over the park with some of the attacking weapons they've got. Um, and, you know, mate, just on the Titans, I think, you know, appointment of Dad's Hasler next year might be a masterstroke from the Titans because um, once they learn to play tough and, and get in a grind, they're going to be a really good team, the Titans. Um but, mate, it was always going to be a big challenge for Toddy to keep those boys up. Um, you know, obviously six wins in a row, um, flying along. Um, you know, it's a long time in the NRL to, to sort of stay up on your toes and playing as well as what the Cowboys had been. And, um, you know, I think, you know, even Todd said it, a couple of these, you know, bigger guys were just down on energy. And I think that's the way they looked and the way they played. They just didn't have that spark that they've had the last few weeks. And, um, mate, that's going to be the challenge for Toddy now is just, just how much, you know, that slow start of the season is going to sort of come back and bite them at the back end of the year where they've just got to keep winning and, you know, keep being up every week and, and, and how much of a toll it's going to take. Well, we'll talk Broncos in a moment, but I mean, th- th- this question is actually pliable to both teams and, and you're a man who can answer this. Post-Origin, we, we you, you come off a high, you, you come off uh, a massive six to ten weeks of your life, and that high can continue into the games you play. But the two and three weeks after Origin finishes, as a player, do you start to feel drained? Does that adrenaline rush run out, and are you a little tired from it? Yeah, you definitely do, um, and, you know, get – drained from playing origin you, you ride that wave for a little bit and there is uh, you know especially heading into the finals you, there is a bit of a lull where you, uh, you sort of hit the wall and mate one thing origin does it's probably not so much a physical aspect it's just mentally how much taxing it is on the soul mate you know like mm. you're up for a lot of it um you know there's a lot of commitments around origin and there's so much pressure and expectation um, especially when you play for Queensland, because you do feel the whole state riding it. So, um, you know, a lot goes into it. Um, and, there, you know, there is that emotional toll once you do finish playing Origin. So there, there is a couple of weeks where you sort of hit the wall, but then, you know, the weather turns, it starts to warm up, um, you get close to the semi-finals footy, then all of a sudden, you know, that excitement and buzz starts to return and you, and you, you get your second wind as such. But, 
Um, you know, no doubt, mate, after that origin period, there is a bit of a lull for sure. Right. I know the Cowboys had so – was there about seven players that actually were involved in origin camps? I know they all didn't play like a, a Tom Dearden and, a, and Scott Drinkwater who were down for origin three in camps, but there were so many that were involved. Reuben Cotter, we know, was the uh, uh, Wally Lewis medalist. Um, uh, Nanai and Holmes, who were both missing now for this game and missing pretty much for the run into the finals. How much of an impact is that going to have on them, Tate, and especially against the, the Broncos? Yeah, well, I think having Val out, because he usually marks Katoni, who, um, you know, whoever comes into the Cowboys, I'm not quite sure who they'll replace in that centre position. has got a huge job to do, because one thing Katoni is, um, Benny, he plays physical and he plays tough, and, you know, you've got to really aim up against him. And if he's on his game, um, you know, it's, it, it, it's, it, it takes a, a really good player to stop him. So, you know, Val and him... I think, um, you know, usually sort of cancel each other out when they play because they're, you know, both physical, um, Balkan matching like that. So I'm not too, not sure who they'll replace in that centre position. That's going to be, but it's going to be a huge job, um, you know, for them to mark a Tony. And uh, Jeremiah has been in great form for the Cowboys. We think, um, you know, seeing Origin, you know, it was absolutely um, the catalyst to kickstart his season. And, mate, he was in wonderful form when he, when he come back for the Cowboys. But, um, you know, maybe... Couple of weeks off with that shoulder, and he comes back with a run into the finals, and they're still in contention. Might be a good thing for him to have a bit of a rest. But um, yeah, big big losses this time of year. You need your best players playing, and especially for the Cowboys because they, you know, it's, there's no guarantees yet, mate, that they're in the eight. It's um, yeah. you know, it's still must win for them each week. Yeah, exactly right, Brent Tate, our guest uh, this Tuesday. Teams Tuesday. Interesting to see who the Cowboys pick. I think it was. I think I'll go back to Zach Laybutt. Was he? Was he? Did he fill in for for Val when he was away uh, on, on Origin and duties in the past? Now, what about Brisbane? They are flying. They've got the best part of a four day head start too, because they played last Thursday uh, at the Gabba against the Roosters, and um, we, we know they're on a high after after beating them uh, and and celebrating the pylon. Paddy Carrigan's first ever try <laughs> at <laughs> at NRL level. Yeah, um, good to see. I, I think how excited they all are just goes to show how um, you know how good they're going as a group and how happy and harmonious they they're all on the same page and really enjoy each other's company and, and their footy, which is really important. And but they're in great form, Benny. Um, you know, I think we say it every week. They've they've certainly got the formula to to really make a a statement in this competition. Um, I don't think the Bronx have been in a better position, you know, come semi-finals time for a long time. If they finish, you know, either that minor premiership or in second spot. Um, but, mate, really, at the moment, it's, you know, them and the Panthers and, you know, there's a bit of a bit of a gap between the rest of the competition. But, um, you know, they've got to stay healthy. They've got to stay fit. And like in all teams at the moment, you lose one or two players in key positions and it can all unravel pretty quickly. And, um you know, the Bronx are in, you know, you know, whilst they can cover those positions, you know, you lose a Reese Walsh or an Adam Reynolds, um, you know, the, the team looks uh, a hell of a lot different. So, mm. um, but, mate, if they, they stay healthy, um, they keep playing the way they are, um, you know, those guys are all another year older. They've got more experience playing origin footy and big game footy. You know, I get the feeling that, yeah, mate, you know, they lose Flegler and um, Herbie Farmworth next year. It's almost like, it, you know, they're two huge players that, you sort of just can't replace all that. So, mate, you know, it's now... Not, I'm not going to say it's now and ever for them, but they're not going to be in a better position than what they are now to win a competition. And, you know, if it presents itself, I, I really hope they take it because, they're you know, it'd be wonderful to see them at the top again.
Uh, Brent Tate, my guest uh, this morning, talking all things rugby league. Just a quick uh, answer for the quiz, a rugby league answer for the quiz. St George Dragons, mark that down. I'll be asking you questions after 11 o'clock today. One of the answers will be the St George Dragons. Uh, Tate, a text has come through saying, uh, can you please ask Brent if his neck brace is in the Rugby League Hall of Fame, asking for a friend, uh, Scott Sattler. Do we know Scott? Do we? Is that... <laughs> Very good morning to you, Sats. Thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah, mate. I'm sure he doesn't do anything during these days, texting in the bloody hotline all the time. But, um, mate, the answer is no. The neck brace is at home. Um under the house in in storage, mate. But I'd be more than happy to donate it if, uh, if the question ever came to the Rugby League Hall of Fame. Let's let's dig dive. Uh, let's d- dig dive. Let, let's dive and dig into some serious issues in rugby league, Tatey. And I started at the top of this hour saying that, blokes, we need to have a serious talk about our undercarriage. Let's get into the nuts and the bolts of it because there were accusations in the AFL over the weekend of Took Miller uh, grabbing Dane Zorko by the orchestras. Um, I need to find out the mentality behind this, Tatey, because I've played rugby league, not, not at the elite level, of course, but I've never, ever thought to grab someone there. One, have you been squirrel gripped and, and two has it ever crossed your mind to do it back <laughs> yeah, look Benny I've I've had someone grab me on the on the yep on the balls before but they've let go pretty quickly and and, and I've had a couple of handfuls of and over my time as well where I've um accidentally grabbed the set um a couple of times but accidentally you know, my thought process accidentally and when I've grabbed them I thought oh dear that's let go of these pretty quickly because, yeah. um, because it's not a nice feeling, mate. I, yeah, I think you're deeply disturbed if you're uh, grabbing someone by the by the, the nuts and bolts and giving them a squeeze, mate. I reckon you need uh, you need some time on the sideline if that's the case, because that's uh, it's not a good thing to be doing. Gouging, biting, we know they're some of the worst. Where where does that rate? No, oh, I think it's right up there, mate. Jeez, like because a bloke, you don't want anyone squeezed. No. Squeezing the nuts. It's not a nice feeling. I just don't get that at all, actually. If you actually go out there to grab someone, oh, I haven't yeah. seen the incident, is it? Is it no, is and, it, and look, it's, it's an allegation at this stage, and, and, and the, it's, it's he said, he said. So, we, you know, and we'll let the officials, if they decide to go on that track and if there's a complaint made, they'll, they'll sort it all out. But it, it just raises the question, hang on, what? Yeah, it's a strange one, mate. Oh, look, we've all we've all ended up with our hands there at some stage, but you let go of them pretty quickly once you realise what you speak what you got. For, speak for yourself. We've all had our hands there. Anyway, um, Brent, before we let you go, too, um, one other thing that we are talking about this morning, and, and again, I, I want to get a professional's uh, take on this. Uh, Stuart Broad in the Ashes, flipping the bales. I don't know if you're across this, but it's something that he did. Yeah, in, yeah, in the last and and the very next ball that he bowls gets a wicket. Flipping so it's superstition. Are they a myth in sport, or are they something you subscribe to? Do you have one? What's the best you've seen or heard? Or superstitions? Um, yeah, look, it's a weird one, isn't it? I, I think it, if you believe in it, obviously, then you know, it becomes something. So um, I do remember um, playing with Grant Nivelli. He used to rub. Um, he, he used to play halfback at the Warriors, actually. Yeah. Um, and he used to rub um, tiger balm, which, like, I didn't, never thought tiger balm went out 50 years ago. But oh, mate, it's the great. Hang on, uh, Tate, I'm going to stop you there. Tiger balm is the greatest invention since bacon. 
Tiger Balm, oh, it cures everything. You have a headache, you right. rub Tiger Balm on your, your temples and the back of your neck, and bang, within five minutes gone. I, I'm I'm oh. the biggest believer in Tiger Balm going around. But anyway, we move on. Well, I thought it went out ago. in World War II, but anyway, <laughs> it's clearly still here. And um, Grant Ravelli used to rub it on his shoulders, and I used to laugh because I never saw Grant Ravelli make one tackle with his shoulders in his whole career. So that was a, a bit of a running joke at the Warriors. But, um, yeah, that's probably the weirdest one I've ever seen, the old tiger balm on the shoulders. So, uh, yeah, it's got to be it's got to be the white tiger balm, though, when you rub it on your head because they've got the red one. That That's for your that's for your joints. That's for your you're getting into that air. But the white tiger balm, that's the good gear. Get around it. I'll do tell you what, do mate, yourself a you, don't wanna, you don't want to you don't want to rub your shoulders and then give the give the undercarriage enough to bolt the scratch and then you'd be really squealing. On that note, Brent, we will leave you <laughs> leave you to it. Tiger Balm, Tiger Balm, and, and all. Uh, Brent Tate in Townsville, having a look at the Broncos and Cowboys and everything else under the hood and under the undercarriage. We are oh, we're getting ourselves in some serious trouble here. Twenty four minutes away from eleven, uh, Vanessa's got the news. Quick, help us out.